Good morning, good afternoon to all of the listeners out there. <clears throat> this is Fearless for Christ. I normally don't do any broadcasts with a heavy heart. But um, it's, it's very sad. The news that I just heard uh, this afternoon, uh, today is actually, I'm recording this uh, today, Tuesday. Um, but I just had to get this off of my, my chest. I had to get this off of my chest. I just heard very sad news uh, coming out of Texas at an elementary school. I won't go into any details because by the time you hear this, it would have probably have been all over the news. An elementary school in Texas where an 18 year old gunman walks into according to what was said, ran into an elementary school and gunned down several children. And again, this is just the news that was coming out today, Tuesday. But again, by the time you hear this, most likely some of that information might change, but the gunman an 18-year-old gunman walked into an elementary school, killing 14 children and one teacher. Now, I don't know about you, but anyone who has a soul, upon hearing this, should be getting on their knees asking God for mercy. Innocent blood was shed. Innocent children's lives were lost. And as much as we can try to understand how this happened, why this happened, what was going on in the, the mind of the gunman's head, an 18-year-old shooter, who at one point was probably a human being with feelings himself, who had parents just like you and I, not sure if the gunman had children. You might be asking yourself, what was going on through his head? And there may be certain, certain ideas that we may have. Maybe he grew up violently uh, playing violent video games. Maybe he was abused, physically abused as a child. But that doesn't make it acceptable to go 
into an elementary school to, to kill innocent children that did nothing to you. We can sit here and say whatever it is that we wanna to say to try to make sense of this. But the only sense that can be made is that this was an act of evil. What you must understand is that Satan is like a lion. Constantly on the move, seeking whom he will devour next. And that's why it's important every single day as a parent, as a Christian parent, to pray over your children before they leave for school. Anoint your children's heads with oil. It is important that you pray over your children. My Father and my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, send down your angels of protection, of protection, divine protection, to protect our children, to protect my children in their comings in and in their goings out. My Father, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, send down your angels to protect the school that my children are going to enter into and to protect the schools of every child that I know and even those children that I don't know. Send down your angels, Father God. Position your angels to surround the schools of America, to surround the schools of the world. This is not an isolated incident. This is not the first time that it has happened. And the sad part is, something tells me it won't be the last. We need to cry for mercy, mercy over America. Father God, have mercy over us, have mercy. Have mercy over the children who lost their lives this day. Have mercy over their parents who lost their children who did nothing wrong, but were innocent and were slaughtered like a lamb inside of a school. Have mercy even for the parents of the shooter. Have mercy for the shooter because the shooter was shot himself and killed. Have mercy for them all, Father God. Have mercy for them all. Have mercy for them all. Have mercy for them all. Have mercy as someone who has children myself. I could never imagine something like this happening at their school. God forbid. And I'm always praying, Father God, protect my children on their way to school and their comings in and their goings out. Protect the teachers that teach them, protect the administration, protect the police officers that are doing their jobs to protect and serve our children, to protect and serve the public. We need to continue to pray 
hallelujah, you Christians out there who call yourselves Christian, you need to, you need to, hallelujah, intercede for America. Wherever you live in the world, intercede for your country. Intercede. America needs intercession right now. It needs intercessory prayer. Because this country is going to hell in a handbasket. Going to hell in a hell... <laughs> oh, this country is in trouble. Only God can save us now. Only God can save this nation This nation that represents freedom and liberty throughout the world. This nation that is abundant, not only in wealth, but abundant in ideas, abundant in every, may, in every way imaginable. But you know why America is abundant? It's not because of anything uh, special that we ourselves could do to make America special. No. You know what sets America above many other countries and why everybody wants to come here? Like it or not, this country was built upon the principles, on biblical principles. Every aspect of this country, if you look back historically, will lead you back to the Bible. Our court systems will lead you back to the, to the Old Testament. Look it up. It's so simple. Judges. Many aspects of this country, we, of what we call America, are based on biblical principles. When we, when we look at our money it says in God we trust. Many people try to argue and ask, well, which God? Well, it's the God of the Holy Bible. That's the God that I serve. In God we trust. So if we trust in God as a nation, we have to continue to trust in God now. We have to continue to trust in God now to ensure that the children are protected, to ensure that our schools are protected. We need to bring back God into the schools. We need to bring back prayer into the schools. We need to bring back pledging allegiance to our flag. Folks, we need to bring it back. We need to bring God back. When people talk about making America great again, we really need to turn that out. We need to change those words and say, make God in America great again.
make God in America great again. You know, there was a time as, as a young child growing up in America where I remember, I mean, I, I grew up Catholic, I'm not Catholic anymore. I'm just a follower of the way. I just follow Jesus Christ. No denomination involved. But I remember growing up Catholic, going to a Catholic school, and I remember pledging allegiance to the flag. I remember every morning we would go to chapel and we would pray. We would get on our knees and we would follow the morning prayer before starting any academic activities, before starting any extracurricular activities. We went to chapel. Now, if, you're, if, if you grew up like I did in the Catholic school, one thing you understood was the discipline of prayer. There is a discipline in prayer that can help move mountains that didn't seem possible to move. There's a discipline in prayer that can open the floodgates of heaven to change those things that were evil into good. There is a discipline in prayer that can change the state of this country, that can change the state of your country, wherever you are, wherever you're listening from. We need to bring back the discipline of prayer. Fast forward, when you know my parents couldn't afford to pay for the for my um, Catholic studies, right? For my education in the Catholic school, then I had to transition into a public school, and you know what? I don't remember prayer being a part of the curriculum. And you might say, well, it's normal. It's a public school. No, there was a time in America where prayer used to be a part of the curriculum. There was a time in this country where you could bring your Bible to school and read it and nobody would look at you funny. So now I'm at the public school, there's, there's no prayer, prayer's not a part of the curriculum, but you know what was still part of the curriculum? Pledging allegiance to the flag of the United States of America every single morning. There was an understanding growing up in America that not only should you defend the flag of your country, there was an understanding that you should defend and help to protect your fellow man or fellow woman, to look out for one another. That understanding was an understanding that you really didn't even have to explain to people back then. But as I seek to try, and as, as many of you are seeking to try to understand, 
how could a gunman just walk into, just run into a school and kill 14 children and kill one teacher? There is no explanation except that it is pure evil at its worst. So you ask, what is the solution now? The solution? The solution is to pray. Pray and take action. Those of you who, who live in America or live wherever you are, but I can only speak for where I live, which is in America. We need to, as parents, get involved. Call, email, text the your teacher, your children's teachers, and ask them, given the, the, the circumstances that have taken place, what plans are, are going to, to be set into place to ensure that our children are protected when they attend school? What systems are in place? We need to pray and take action daily. Find out who in your schools, in your children's schools, find those who want to pray and create fellowships, create prayer groups with the parents and even with the teachers if they're open. We need to pray and take action. There is no excuse for what happened. Completely avoidable. If the, if the right systems were in place at the school. I wasn't there, so I can't sit here and judge and say shoulda, woulda, coulda. But there's no excuse for 14 children and a teacher to lose their lives. Innocent children and, and a teacher to lose their lives in such a bloody and violent way. And I try to be careful, you know, not to get too angry about these situations. But this is my country. This is where I was born. And I have a responsibility to speak up when things are not right. And my friends, things are not right. And we need to bring back God into the schools. We need to bring back pledging allegiance to the flag every single morning. Each and every single one of us have a responsibility, not just for ourselves, but for each other. One cannot live without the other. I couldn't help as a parent to shed tears for the lives of those children, for the parents who will never see their children ever again. I couldn't help but to shed tears. You have to be grateful 
if your child is still alive, you have to be grateful and to thank God for protecting your children on a daily basis. Because everything that you see in this world is not just physical, it is also spiritual. There was a spiritual reason that caused an 18-year-old young adult, he's considered an adult in America, to go into the school and to take innocent lives. There was a spiritual reason. There's a spiritual root. So right now, I command that spirit of death that is moving its hand throughout the streets of America, that is moving its hand throughout the schools of America, that it's moving its hand throughout every area of American life, I command that spirit of death to be bound and to be loosed back to the pit of hell where it belongs to be judged at the feet of Jesus Christ of Nazareth before its time. I command that spirit of death to leave this country. I command that spirit of death to go back to the pit of hell, to be judged at the feet of Jesus before his time. I command that spirit of death to come out of our, of our elementary schools. I command that spirit of death to come out out of our high schools. I command that spirit of death to come out of our universities and any area of American life that is being tormented, I command that spirit of death to go right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It has no place in our schools. It has no place in this country. And wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this from, I also will put the responsibility on you as a Christian, as a follower of the way, as a follower of Jesus Christ, to command the spirit of death to come out of your country, to come out of your schools, to come out of your government, to come out of the streets of the country, of where you reside. That is your responsibility. Start to pray as if your life depends on it. Pray, command that spirit of death to go. Command it to go in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And for the parents, I pray. I pray right now. I command that spirit of sorrow, of sadness that has fallen over you. I command that spirit of sorrow and sadness to leave you, to leave your body, to leave from your family. I command that spirit of sadness and sorrow to go, to be bound and to be loosed back to the pit of hell because that's exactly where it came from. Every single parent listening to this right now, if you have children, hug them, kiss them, pray 
for them. Anoint their heads with oil. Command every arsenal of angels, of divine protection to surround your children by the thousands on their right side, by the thousands on their left side, by the thousands going in front of them, by the thousands going before them, by the thousands going behind them, by the thousands going under them, by the thousands going above them. In Jesus' mighty name, your responsibility as a parent goes beyond feeding them and clothing them and, pro and providing a roof over their head. Although these are the basic necessities that every parent should be able to provide for their children. But your responsibility, if you are a Christian parent especially, is to pray for your children. Pray prayers of protection over your children. Right now, if there are any children that were injured and that are still breathing by the grace of God, I pray speedy healing over those children. So whatever, wherever that those bullet wounds may have hit them, anywhere in their body, I pray right now that that bullet wound is supernaturally, supernaturally lifted out of their bodies. And I command speedy healing over their wounds. I command those wounds to be closed up and supernaturally healed right after those bullets fall out. I command those children, whoever has been injured, to be supernaturally healed. May the hand, the healing hand of God come down over their bodies and heal them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May God send his angels of divine healing to surround those children, to, to surround whoever has been injured to perform a supernatural surgery over their bodies right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We need to take back this country. This country belongs to God, almighty of the Holy Bible. America does not belong to Satan. This country is not yours and you have no right over this land. This land was blessed by the hands of God. And right now, I command this country and all of its control to be transferred back to the hands of God, rightfully so, where they belong. This is not a matter of whether we should ban guns. This is not, this is not that type of discussion. The correct discussion is what do we do about putting God back into the classrooms about putting God back into the governments where they belong. That's the type of discussion we should be having, not whether we should be banning guns. That's not gonna solve the problem, ladies and gentlemen. No. 
every single person, according to the constitution of this country, has the right to protect themselves, has the right to arm themselves. The question is, the question should be, who are we allowing these guns to be transferred to? How are these guns getting in the hands of 18-year-old children? They're considered adults in America. They're considered adults. But at the same time, this is an 18-year-old kid. 18-year-old. How did he get his hands on those firearms? Somebody dropped the ball. And while I don't want to get into anything political here. I don't want to do that because that's that's not the purpose of this channel. Our purpose is God, the Father of the Holy Bible. Our purpose is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Our purpose is deliverance of people who are bound by sin. So our, our discussion should move away from gun control and should really be moving towards putting God back into the schools, securing our schools. Matter of fact, securing any area where there are children. The school should be the last place where a parent should have to think twice about the safety of their children. My God, what have we come to? What has our world turned into? Wherever you are right now, whatever country you are in, whether you're in, in, in Asia, Africa, Latin America, wherever you are, you need to start commanding that spirit of death to be bound up and to be loosed into the pits of hell. You need to pray for the hand of God to come down onto your country. There is only so much bloodshed, innocent blood that can be shed until God says he's tired of the violence and tired of all of the sin. And then we'll have a really big issue on our hands. Folks, we're living in the last days. And I, for one, am not going to sit down and allow these things to happen without telling the truth. My country shall not die shall not be destroyed by the hands of Satan and his evil minions. My country shall live and declare the work of the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Pray for your country. Pray for your country. Pray for your neighborhood. Pray for your state. Pray for your streets. Anoint the streets with oil. The next time you go to your children's school, anoint the door with oil. Nobody has to see you doing this. Just do it. And you'll thank God later. 
anoint your children's head with oil. If you can touch the school buses, anoint the school buses with oil. Have faith, have faith, have faith in the one that has delivered you. Have faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the way. He's the word. He's the truth. He's the life. And when we take Jesus Christ out of our governments, when we take Jesus Christ out of our schools, when we take God out of our countries, these situations will only increase as sad as it is to say. Bring God back. Make God great again. That is That should be the message. Make America, make God in America great again. Make God in Africa great again. Make God in Asia great again. Make God in Europe great again. Make God great again. We need to pray for the restoration of peace in our countries. We need to pray for the restoration of peace in our governments. Peace in the Ukraine. Peace in Russia. Peace in Africa. Peace in Asia. We need to pray. Intercede on behalf of your country. We are at war. Satan doesn't sleep and neither should you. Pray without ceasing as if your life depended on it. Anoint your children's head with oil. Anoint their school doors with oil. Anoint their school buses with oil. Anoint everything that you can get your hands on with oil. In Jesus' mighty name. I pray that as we come to a close, there's so much more that I have to say. But it's important that I ask God for peace at this time. Peace over my heart. Peace over this country. Peace over our schools. Peace and restoration. So as we come to a close, I pray that God covers you with the blood of Jesus Christ, that he covers your children with the blood of Jesus Christ, that he covers your families with the blood of Jesus Christ, that he covers your country with the blood of Jesus Christ, that his hand covers the land of your country. I pray that peace is restored once again in the land. And I pray that God shines his face upon you, your children and your family. God help us. God help us. God help us. God help us. Until next time, this is Fearless for Christ. God bless you. And may God help this country. Amen. <laughs>